Charlamagne, we live, baby. We live. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of the weekly. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the weekly Canon podcast. I'm your host today. My name is Ade. I'm here with the usual guys, Steve. Good afternoon. If there. Yeah. All right. And, and kids. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Thank you for having me. <laughs> My lad, that was not for you. That was for. In fact, let me not even let me not even start yet. I'm not gonna start yet. I'm not gonna start yet. Lads, how have we been, man? How have you been this week? How's the past week treated you? <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> since the last time we spoke, we've had two big W's. So it's been a great week. In my personal life, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Bran you, man. Hey, kids, how are you, bro? How are you, bro? How are you doing? You good? Yeah, I've had a hectic week, man. Hectic? What's hectic going on? Week. Talk to me. What's, what's, why has it been so hectic? If I, man. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. <coughs> you know, just, um, are you, man, moving so weird? Wait. Yeah, I'm not too bad. I just, just locked up MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. Going into the playoffs, hoping to go back to back. So, you know. You actually want to be. What team do you play for? You want to be the Lakers. You play for the Lakers? Yeah. Mm. Carlisle is too fake. I should, I should have chosen someone not so good, but. How much they pay you? Um, 24 a year, 24 mil a year, but in game VC, two, I get around 2K per game. Fair. So, when are you going to take this channel to another level then? Um, we need investments. Yeah, we'll we'll discuss that after the pod. This is mad embarrassing, man. You man are all talking about basketball like flipping Arteta Hive is not in full effect. Yeah, let's let's just stop all that nonsense right now. So, guys, let's just <laughs> let's have it. Let's have it. Right. My manager, Mikel Arteta, younger Pep. Yeah, the prodigal son, the chosen one. Call him what you want made his return to the Emirates Stadium to be our manager, just like Zidane did for flipping oh, no, Madrid. Stop, stop. No, listen, let's, let's get there. Let's have it. Let's have it right. Let's have it right. It's not in the same... Pre- Don't do this. Listen to what I'm saying, bro. My manager flipping... We beat the champs. No lele, no stress. And we, we went on to beat the, the other champs. The flipping... What are they? Who are they? The Who's Cup holders. The Carabao Cup. My, my manager beat the two best teams in the world in the same week. Whoa, man. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Discuss. Discuss. You want, you're, not, you're not capping. I mean, it's, it's true. You did. You think they're the two best teams in the world? Two best they're managers, you said. Yeah, at the moment, yeah. They're yeah there. No, no. They are the two best teams. That's what you said. You didn't say one of. You said the That's two. what you said. I said yeah. the two best managers. No, I said they said teams. Oh, yeah, no, that's cap still. I don't my, think that's correct. My manager did that anyway. Who's, who's better? Bayern. Bayern are better than Liverpool City? I think they're better than Man City. 
Okay. It's all debatable. Right. It's debatable. That's, it's all right, debatable. arguably two of the best teams in the world. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Anyway, back to the point. If uh, I know you've got a lot to say about my manager, so talk to us, man. How did you how did you feel about this past week in terms yeah. of Arsenal Football Club? Yeah, it was it was a good week and it um it was confirmed something that I've that I've always believed that in a, any given game one team can beat the other and we were able to do that. I feel like in both those games we got we we got a bit of luck going our way and like I've said, I think we said a couple of pods ago, like I don't know why people when people say you got a bit of luck or you got a bit lucky, they like to see it as a bad thing that it's it's part it's part of the game. You you need luck to go your way and it did. Uh in terms of tactics, you got everything you got everything right. Did the right um did correct game plans and yeah, it was So how do you feel about my manager? the same as I did last week. Well, you don't feel a bit, no? You don't want to take anything back? No, I mean, like, what we what he showed, like, what we saw in those two games we've seen previously, so it's nothing, like, nothing new or anything like that, but it's, it's good, it's encouraging, and I just hope um, he's able to kick on, and like I, like I said, um, I feel like from now to the end of the season, it's, it's almost just him about gaining valuable experience, so... Are I you in to have? I, I, I wouldn't say, I'd say no. I'd say I've got some. I've got some shares, but I'm not a majority shareholder. I think, I think is it must be very difficult as a fan. No, I find it very difficult to believe as a fan, an Arsenal fan, listening to Arteta speak, how he is on the touchline, listening to him post-match conference, conf, press conferences. It must be very difficult not to get behind this man. Like he's brilliant. I think he's brilliant in terms of how he communicates to the fans, how he is on the touchline. It's infectious. I find it very difficult to believe that you're not a tad bit excited by this guy. I, I wouldn't say excited. I was sorry to say. Oh. I wouldn't say I'm excited. I'm, if, I'm, if I'm, said, I'm if interested. Tomorrow, if we said tomorrow we're going to get Allegri, you'll, you'll hear that, innit? In, instead of Arteta? Yeah, you'll hear that. I don't think I would. Yeah, you would, you no. slut, man. Don't lie to me. Whoa! <laughs> 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 I, think, I think Allegri's a very good manager. But he's he. I'd feel like he's he's a bit too pragmatic for Arsenal. If you were to say, like maybe Nangelsman or the Ajax manager Ten Hag, then I'd, I'd maybe. But then even again, it's not it's not that much. Obviously, it's they've they've got more of a CV, but it's not that much of a difference from Arteta. If I hope you get what I mean in mm. terms of what they bring. So, no. Do you know? Uh, do you know what I love most about this guy? Well, if that, I stop that. He resonates with the fans. He resonates with the fans. Like even after that Liverpool game, he said to us, "Listen, the gap was massive. Like you saw it based on how the game went. They dominated. They had all the chances. Had all the ball, and we could barely put the two passes together. But because of the level of commitment and the mentality that we showed, we we we're close. We're, we're closing that gap a bit, but it's still a massive gap. But I can't make work miracles. I need to. I need to improve this squad." And that's exactly what every other Arsenal, every Arsenal fan believes the same thing. And you for know, him to come out and say that and be transparent, that's beautiful, man. Do you know what? What's so, what's impressed me so much about him as well? Like it's like, look, it's like what you said. If we look at Emery, Emery's got a better CV than Mikel Arteta. Obviously, Emery is probably a better coach than Mikel Arteta in this current moment of time. If we're being honest with ourselves, like I know I've been very excited for this pod, but. 
let me let me be serious. Emery probably is the better manager. I think the difference here is we've got someone, and it does sound very cliche, and you can say what you want to buy, but we do have someone here that understands the core values, the core principles of Arsenal Football Club. Because he's played for the club, he knows what it's like. Do, do you get what I'm saying? Like he he knows what it's what this club's about. He knows what we're about. He knows where we should be heading. He knows what we should be doing. And he's saying things that the fans think too. Like, he, he knows. He gets it. Like, I think that's what was was missing with Emery. Like, and I don't want to say it's because he was foreign. I don't really want to use that excuse or anything. But there was a disconnect between Emery and the Arsenal fans. And I think that was his main downfall, if I'm honest. So, yeah, um, I, I spot on, spot on. Like who, after the um the Man City game, I was watching um I think there were highlights, manager highlights, and you see Arteta come onto the pitch. He hugs, I think he hugged Danny Ceballos, who we've seen like he's you could say rejuvenated him to some degree. We've seen um who was after it was Maitland Niles, him and Maitland Niles. They hugged. I, I thought wow, like not not to. It sounds very cloppy, in it? Like, oh, the whole hugging and all that kind of nonsense. But I think man management is very important. Like, Maitland-Niles is a player where he's come out and he said that he needs to leave the club to get football. But he's still giving his all in a in a semi-final against Man City. Do you get what I'm saying? He's, he's not like... He's not ready to go. Like, I, I don't know. There's just something that Arteta has and it's, and it's working. It's working. But, uh, yeah, kids, what's your thoughts on... Arsenal's weak. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, as an Arsenal fan, you beat Liverpool and City in a week, you're pleased. Um, <clears throat> I was very pleased with how resolute we are at the back because that's always been Arsenal's downfall, especially when we come up against top opposition. We're always cut open too easy, but when you look at the balance of both games, I can't... On the balance of 180 minutes and you combine both games... I can't look at too many clear chances where I thought well, we were lucky here. If he didn't, if he should have converted this, or we were lucky that he didn't put this in the back of the net. Most of the time, we we limited both teams to a few chances, and not a lot of teams can limit Liverpool and City to a few chances. So credit absolutely has to go to the manager because we don't have good enough defenders. So if he's making our defenders compact, making them understand what they need to do in the back three, that's the reason why he plays the back three because they're not good enough to be in isolation in the back two. So he he identified that, he changed the system. So that's another great man management from him to identify that, change the system, play football that he doesn't necessarily want to play, but he wants to achieve results. Get us compact and make us threatening on the counter-attack. I mean, I've got to give, I've got to give the man credit because the odds of us beating Liverpool C after we just lost to Tottenham on Sunday, it was very minimal. I don't think anyone thought we was really going to Get win both games. I don't think anyone thought we'd win both games. Maybe get something out of maybe Liverpool because people are saying they're on the holiday, but I don't even buy that either. The lineup tells me everything I needed to know. They they're taking this serious. If they were on the holiday, they'll give all the academy players a chance to maybe get a medal, a chance to get some Premier League experience because Premier League experience is invaluable. So if that was the case, they would have just played so many kids like they did in the Carabao Cup when they played us. So I don't buy all of that stuff that Liverpool on holiday. They wanted a point struggled and they got undone. They made mistakes. We pressed them high up, up the pitch like, and we forced them into errors and we capitalised. So I was very happy with that. And then when you look at the City game, for me, the City game was 
a masterclass. I don't think the Liverpool game was a masterclass. I think he set up set us up in a way to give us our best chance of winning. But the City game was a masterclass because from back to front, we was immaculate. Can I know No, you segued very nicely into what my next topic was going to be. So obviously we've discussed how we feel about Arteta as a manager. We've discussed how this week has made us feel. But I wanted to get into the tactics because as we do on the Weekly Canon podcast, we talk about tactics, we talk about how matches are. So in terms of the Liverpool game, you mentioned how you wasn't really, it, it wasn't as much of a masterclass of the city. Yeah, yeah. So do you want to kind of go into the tactical, like what did you think of the game itself, the Liverpool match? No, I thought I thought we played very well in terms of the game plan. I think the game plan was to obviously limit the spaces in behind us to to stop Liverpool getting any space in behind, make it compact, and to obviously keep our shape. I think that was basically the um, the instruction. And of course, we had to also work hard, press when needed to press. I thought Rob Holden had a great game. He 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 dealt with Sadio Mane very well. Um, and yeah, we. I wouldn't say it was a masterclass because I think, I don't think that the goals, I know of course we forced them into them errors, but I didn't, I don't think. It wasn't like due to our play, basically. Yeah, even though we forced them, it wasn't necessarily due to our play that caused us to score these goals. But credit goes back to the manager because the high press, we scored a lot of goals from pressing yeah, out of no. the pitch. This yeah, season. Steve, so, said, Steve said that the other day, like if you see the amount of goals we've got from like, um, our opposition making a mistake because of a high press. Like, and Katie has got a few, Lacazette's got a few, Aubameyang got one. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, of course, credit goes to the manager for that. But the City game, I saw a clear idea of what we were trying to do to them. We, we, we played the football we wanted to play. <clears throat> we were passing around from the back, even though I was shouting at my TV that, please stop this, because... When Mustafi made that first mistake, I was like, no, we can't, we're not good enough. Simple as that. I just thought we weren't good enough. But if you look at our first goal, mate, like, I think Sabayos wins the ball, gives it to Lacazette, and Lacazette goes back to the keeper to, like, pass around the back. I'm thinking, why are we doing this? But that's the instructions. Play from the back. Let them come and press us. Take one out of the game. And yeah. that's exactly Make what I'm commit. Make someone yeah. commit. That's exactly... Yeah. And that's why we had the space in the middle. That's why Lacazette was able to swivel and have that space to give it to um, Bellerin. So, so they were outnumbered in that sense because of how we were playing. So that was tactically great. Like I could see the idea. You you look at David Luiz, he was very aggressive yesterday. I mean, I guess he, not yesterday. Very aggressive. Whether in the air, whether it meant he had to be touched at. When he set up Aubameyang's first chance, he was on the halfway line. He was literally on the halfway line. He won the ball back and he fred Aubameyang straight away. Mm. That tells me that any second balls, the manager wants you to be com- um, to be contesting for them. Normally, we were camped in our own half most of the most of the time they had the ball. But any second balls, that wasn't the case. We had to go out to them to try and hit a counter attack or to try to catch them cold. And that's what we did. Unfortunately, Abamian didn't score. But then after that, the way we managed to like make Lanals, man, like I was so proud of him because the way he managed to keep Mares. Under wraps, the guy's a tricky winger, one of the best and Walker, wingers. And Walker, first half, he he kept Walker. Like, yeah. Walker didn't really have much joy against him. Precisely, precisely. And I just thought, and even going forward, he was good. It was just, he was the final ball. Yeah, but it was his left foot, so you kind of understand foot, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, but 
honestly, tactically, there's not one thing I can fault about that performance from a manager perspective and from a player perspective. Of course, the shaky moments in the beginning were a bit were a bit mad, but if you look at it, yeah, one thing I did notice is City wanted to start fast. Like City, mm. when they got the ball, they wanted to just come at us. And I think Arteta kind of anticipated that because yeah. we were, the first five minutes here, we were so camped out in our own box. Like, it was like, we'll get the ball, kick it long. We'll get the ball. And it was just like, defend, defend, defend. And I was thinking, this cannot be the basis of the game for the whole <clears> time. But it, it wasn't. It was literally just to frustrate them. And that's what we're doing. We were literally you know what Sorry to cut off. Do you, I don't know if you don't remember, know this, but there was an extract from one of Pep's books when he was at Bayern Munich, and he um, and he, they were facing they were facing us, and he put he was like, oh, for the first um, like for the first ten minutes, I want you to go against all my core values, just pass for passing sake, because Arsenal they like to start fast, like just pass sideways, go long, waste time. This is that for the first ten minutes, just kill any sort of kind of like momentum and anything that they that they try to do. And then after that, that's when we attack. And that seeing us during that 10 minutes, it kind of, and you saying that, it just reminded me of of saying that, um, of that from Pep. So yeah, yeah. It was something that Arteta picked up from him. Maybe, maybe, because that's exactly what we did. We can't, we literally did that. We literally, it was like we weren't in the game. It was like we just wanted to just defend, frustrated and they had a couple of chances. And then when we had the ball, when we had our five, ten minute spell, we were threatening. We literally created two chances in the space of maybe five, ten minutes with Aubameyangs. So with the ball, we were great. Without the ball, we were great. I can't complain. I can't complain. It was our best performance of the whole season, hands down. Yeah, and so in terms of the City performance, um, I agree with what Gids was saying. It was... First 10 or so minutes, I was a bit, I was worried because, like you said, City started really fast. Uh, they'll get in behind. We were sloppy at times as well, especially, I think we had a sequence where Mustafi, Martinez and David Luiz had a bit of a problem when we're trying to build from the back. So I was a bit worried, but um, we started to get a bit of joy with the ball. We uh, beat their press and we, we scored a very nice goal. I think it was, what, 17, 18 passes? 18, uh, I think. 18 passes, so, I mean, that was fantastic. But what impressed me in this sort of match was the resilience because I fully expected City to come out second half, obviously make changes if they needed to because Bernardo Silva, Foden was on the bench. Um, I expected them to get more joy because in the first half, I don't think they were great. Throughout this whole match, I don't think City were great, but we'll get onto that later. Mm. And I expected them to create openings, but we were so compact. There was no space for them to really do anything. I think... Sterling had one chance from a cutback where he put wide. Oh, yeah. And he had one opportunity where he tried to cut back in on his right foot and shoot, but David Luiz saved that. Uh, no, he blocked it, sorry. But by that, I can't think of too many clear-cut chances they had. And Mahrez... had a shot. Mahrez cut in, had a shot. Martinez, great save. Yeah, but we were so solid. Um, and then the, the one thing that's great when you're playing in the low block is having a threat as well on the counter-attack. And... When we did, we were so fluid. I mean, Pepe's bit for the goal. I know I'm critical of him a lot because I expect a lot. I think he's a quality player, but he's not really shown it this season. For him to do what he did, hold it up, sort of fake it, give it back to Tierney, and Tierney to play it first time into Aubameyang, I thought that was a great move and it was a great goal. Oh, the second goal. The second goal, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I just... I'm I'm really happy. Um, I expect this... I know... 
they always say this, managers always say after the game, oh, you know, this is the standard now. But I really do expect that sort of intensity in all games now. Like, we've got to keep going. Like, we've got to go to Villa tomorrow night and we've got to show that sort of intensity and win the game. Obviously, we won't play anywhere near how we did um, against Liverpool and, and City, but that sort of intensity is what I want to see when we don't have the ball, when, we're, when we, we're under pressure and we need to defend as a team, I'd like us to show that sort of intensity, be aggressive, win our duels. Because, yeah, we'll win a lot more games if, if we play like that, honestly. We're not the best side. We haven't got the best quality, but we need to be intense and we need to be aggressive, aggressive to, to win these games. It's a big thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't want to just repeat what you guys have said, but obviously I think this is... It's funny because... I think this is Arteta's best game as Arsenal manager, but not for the reasons that we probably would have thought. We didn't see the free-flowing attacking football. It wasn't anything like classic Wenger ball. It wasn't classic Arsenal. But I think we've shown, even under Emery, we've shown that we can play good football. If I think back to the Leicester game, I think back to maybe Valencia, I think that was a game against Fulham. There were times where Emery showed that Arsenal could play good football. I don't think that was ever the issue. Maybe consistency was, but we always struggled with the big games and we always struggled to play the way we did against City. Like we, we can't, we don't, Arsenal are not a size synonymous with a performance like that. What I really liked about the performance was, I think Gid said it like, we were so, no, one of you said it, we were so compact and I think Arteta working with City kind of helped in a sense that he knows how they play. He knows that if we clog up the midfield, if we clog up the centre of the pitch, C aren't going to have much joy. So if you look at the first half, KDB was hardly effective. He couldn't do anything. He had to keep coming deep to get the ball, to try and make things happen. Nothing really works for them. Second half now, KDB was operating more on the wings. Towards the right side, yeah. He was more, he was more towards the right side because that's the only way he could get space to try and cross the ball in. He got a few crosses in, but because we were so we were so solid in the in the middle of the park, nothing really like it wasn't really a problem. David Louise dealing with it, Tierney um, Tierney dealing with it. Everyone was just dealing with it. So I feel like Arteta's inside knowledge kind of helped us in that sense. KDB's obviously the most important player, and if you can shut him down, then they're not going to have much joy, which we did effectively. Um, in terms of individual performances, I think Xhaka, I thought he was amazing. Xhaka and Sabayas, I didn't know they were so good defensively. I didn't know they, like, I didn't, I didn't really see Sabayas as a good defensive player. You know what Sabayas came out and said today? He said that, yeah. um, you, you guys saw it, innit? I mean, I, I, didn't see, I didn't see. What's that, not, to be fair? Um, uh, let me... I don't want to. I don't want to misquote his words, but he said something about like he had to go away when they went to was it Dubai or something? Yeah. So when they went to Dubai, he said he really worked hard on his like fitness and stuff like that. So that like, when he came back, he's he's been really sharp and just he, just, he yeah. said a lot. He said a lot to be fair. He said that's how he managed to get back into because you remember there was a point where Sabaz wasn't playing on the Arteta. It was just no, straight. No, he went on the bench. He went and did his rehab in Spain. And I don't think Arteta liked that. So uh, is it? Yeah, he was disconnected from the group, but. Yeah, he's obviously one of them. And all of a sudden, he's a he's a main fixture, and all of a sudden, we're seeing great performances from him. So yeah, it's a testament to the requirements that Arteta has held. If you yeah. meet them, then it looks like them. you will play, and you're going to yeah. play a high standard because you're doing what he asks of you. So yeah. 
I, I'm I'm very much on board with Arteta because right now everything I'm seeing is making sense. It's, it's making sense. And just one thing I just wanted to add. Yeah. These performances, and they're actually not the first time I've seen these performances under Arteta. When I think about it, mm. when we played Chelsea at the Bridge, mm. we were very unfortunate to lose that game, but we limited them to very but few. Through that game, you mean at the Emirates? Did I say at the Bridge? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, the Emirates. The Emirates. We limited them to very future. We were unfortunate to lose that game because of mistakes from personnel. But if you guys can cast your man back, we were very good defensively that game. Like David Luiz had a very It was good different game. though. We we prop, we attacked them that game though. We attacked them that game. True, definitely. It went it went as an defensive performance. But when they came on us, which they have been firing at that point at the time of the season. We limited them to nothing. They didn't really have anything. There was there was a couple headers from Abraham, this and that, but there wasn't really anything concrete. It was similar to the United game as well. Oh, this then, is the one that Abraham scored that, was it like? Yeah, yeah it's when um, Mustafa yeah, yeah, And then, like if I just said, the United game, beat them. we beat them 2-0, kept a clean sheet. Mm. They've got, everyone knows their, their strike um, forces is, is a threat. They couldn't really do nothing. So we've, we've shown already from early signs that he can, we can do these performances under Arteta. So to be able to have done it again in another big game, so it, it really just tells me that we just need to sort out personal issues because it's not, the, it's not. This is not a fluke. This is not just to say I was just one of them games. I also got lucky. I've seen this performance before, but it's just that it can't be consistent all the time because the players sometimes are just not good enough. So they're sometimes going to give up easy chances. Yes. I look back to the Spurs game. We oh. shouldn't have lost that game as well. We played well. But personnel um, caused us to lose that as well. So what I'm trying to say is, my manager has showed that he can get a group of players to play very well. He just needs good players to work with, and that for me is a very good sign. Very, very good sign. On on that point, yeah, literally, like I was going to go through like individual performances. So David Luiz, he's not been, you know, obviously we know what David Luiz is on, but against City, amazing. Um, I already said Jaka, I said Ceballos. Uh, Maitland-Niles, I think, was already mentioned. Lacazette is another player that I need to give him his credit because this whole week, the shifts that he's been putting in, like we know Lacazette isn't that player to press. That's not his natural game. But the shift he put in against City, he was coming in deep to try and make stuff happen. And he, he did his thing. He did his thing. Pepe, like Steve said, I'm, I'm harsh on Pepe as well. He had a good game. He, he shows in glimpses that there's a player there. He did something that pissed me off in a match where I can't remember who put him in, but he should have. His body shape was all wrong, and if oh, he uh, Lacazette, Lacazette put him in, yeah. and the ball just hit him. That was annoying, but generally good game from him. Abamyang doing what Abamyang does, scoring goals. So it's like what Gideon said: if we, if we give Arteta better players to um, at his disposal, who knows what can happen? And this this actually goes. Sorry, I know I've been talking a lot. I'll, I'll stop. This is my last point. But this goes on to a point where, which I said, I can't remember what, but it was ages ago, where we've got good enough players to do a job. We just needed a good coach to come in and coach them. Look at what Mustafi's looked like. Look at what Xhaka's looked like. Look at what Sebastian's looked like. This is all in what? About six months? Under a, an able coach. Give him, give him good players. He's, he's going to get good results. But go on, Nifer. Do you know what? Like, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. But I think it's more, I think it's more on the on the players 
because like um, I've I've seen I've seen this like debate on Twitter for almost like the past year or so about mm. what's not what's more important, but but what's more like is it is it coaching or is it players? And I actually think at first time I kind of thought it was coaching a bit. Well, I, but honestly, I think I think it's more. I think it's more players. Let me let me let me, let me chime in on, on that note. Yeah, the coach needs to put the player in the best position for the player to thrive. Yes. Yeah. No? Yeah. Yes, and yes, I know. If a coach, if a coach plays to a player's strength, the player will play well, which is what we're yeah. seeing under Arteta. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah uh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong on that. But I, I do feel like it's more. It's more the player which does kind of go. It kind of goes to the hand. It goes in hand to say, the 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 Arsenal board need to kind of invest more and like give him funds because like with like with United. Let's. I'm just saying, but bef- like halfway through during during this season when Pogba was injured, they had no um Bruno Fernandez and all of this. Like people were questioning Oli as a coach. Like he did. Like let's just be honest. He he wasn't looking great. But now obviously now he's got. He's got Popper back playing well. He's got Bruno Fernandez, Mason Gruen. He's got he's got good players there. He looks like an amazing coach. And I'm not even trying mm. to take. I'm not, not trying to take. Amazing. I'm not he trying looks, to take much better. away from him. No, he no. Let's let's be honest. He he looks like a good coach. Obviously, the where we do the FA Cup. No, game. I got no. I disagree. I don't think he looks like a good. Coach. <laughs> I, I, I honestly think if somebody else comes in and uh, has them players, that I think they play the same way. I like yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah, and I'm, I'm, and I'm not disagreeing with he, that. But I don't think he looks like an amazing coach. Okay, like maybe he doesn't look amazing, but he, but he looks like he looks like he's a, he looks like a good coach. Like he looks like he he can lead United to to glory. And yeah. like I don't really rate him like that as a coach myself. I'll be honest. But a lot of the reason why he looks so much better now is because it's due to the players. players. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So on on Man United, it was brilliant segue actually. So they're obviously in the top four race still. They're still in the Europa League. They are unfortunately not in the FA Cup. <laughs> I say unfortunate because I wanted to slap them in the final. But anyway, that's a whole other that's a whole other topic. So this week they played Crystal Palace. They won two 0 away from home, and they lost to Chelsea in the FA Cup final. Is that correct? FA Cup semi final. Sorry, not final. Yeah. So yeah. right, <sighs> David de Gea. David De Gea, let's talk it. 2018, episode 73. Go go listen back to that if you know, you know, you just wanna you, you need something to listen to. A couple of us on the platform expressed concerns as to whether David De Gea is declining. Two years on, I can't really say De Gea has done any better than that time. He's got worse. Let's keep a buck. I mean, you said it. Do you know what I mean? He's Steve, made more, more frequent mistakes, so yeah, yeah. Steve, you you were a De Gea defender. Um, is there much to defend now after seeing? No, Chelsea? I mean at the time, I think the mistake started in the the 2018 World Cup. Um, that episode was in November that year after City beat United. So for me, I felt I still felt as though it was a bit premature to start saying, you know, you know, De Gea is he finished? Now I'm concerned. I mean, as a United, if I was a United fan. No, no. De Gea is costing United games. His mistakes are now costing United games. That's, 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 sorry to call you, but that's the main thing now. Yeah, it's not it. even you're making mistakes. You are leading to our downfall now. Yeah. They're, they're losing. Like, basically, if they had a competent keeper that was just doing his job, they'll be in a better position. De Gea is not doing his job. 
That's the problem now. He's not. He's not even that. He's not good enough. He's not doing his job. Simple like catches. He's not doing what he was doing before, which was yeah. unbelievable. Let's let's have it right. Mm-hmm. He's not doing the best. Like that goal yesterday was the an two, absolute. Um, disgrace. If Martinez I, does that, I'm calling out. Let's go back and goal. Yeah, like, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't lie. That that um. The Mason Mount one, I think that's the worst one out of all the ones I've seen from him. I legit, he did, he did like, that at the new camp with Messi, same mistake. Yeah, like maybe it's recency oh, bias, but same maybe it's recency bias. There's actually that, so many. That goal, Messi, that one, it was so bad because it, there's Watford away where Saar, the Watford away is the where he just he catched it and then threw it in the net. There's Everton where he launched it at Calvert Lewin. There's Everton at home where the book he's tangled with Calvert Lewin gets it wrong. Um, so many. I, I, I can't think of them off the top of my head. Spurs already this season. Spurs. Yeah. What's oh, going yeah. on? What is literally Oli has to make a decision now. Like sometimes you've got to drop um, a player to get a reaction. You need to drop this guy because bro, he... I was saying this, bro. I said even another one that just came to my mind that Rudy got shot and then Alonso taps it in last season. Yeah, that stopped them from getting um that that limited their top four chances. I was saying then, bro, drop him. Drop him now because it's too much. He's actually making a lot of mistakes. Only has sat there for over a year now and still allowed these mistakes to happen. That's why I question my management because you make a mistake, you sh- there should be some repercussions. Sorry to take it back to Arsenal again. Kalashin has made a mistake. You're out of the team, bro, because these are high leverage mistakes. You're making mistakes that are leading to our downfall. You need to learn and your what lesson. What are other goalkeepers thinking? Like, what's for America? Mean? Like, what? I'm, I'm literally just a cup keeper. Like, first yeah. of all, he's the cup keeper. So, Ideally, he should have been playing yesterday. Mm-hmm. And what? Like, I can't get in his team. Whatever. Like, this guy can do whatever he wants and I still can't get in his team. No, no. He needs to be dropped. Just to, just to get a reaction because this guy is making mistakes time and time and time again. It's too much now. 100%. 100%. From a Man United perspective, I'll be, like, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm going to keep 100. I was pissed when he made that mistake yesterday. Just from a football fan perspective. The football fan came out of me and I was just thinking, what the hell? What, what are you what, doing? Yeah. What are you, yeah. This is meant to be a competitive game. I'm here to enjoy a good game of football and you've literally allowed Chelsea to score some easy goal. Like, why? Why have you done that? And it's just so frustrating. So I can imagine how the Man United It's funny goes. because even the first goal was dubious as well. Like, Yeah? Yeah. yeah. The first yeah. goal, the first goal could be argued. The second goal, no doubt. I think first goal, like Steve said in the group chat, the hair of old actually saves that, and I, I think he saves that quite comfortably too. Like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't hard to like. Uh, I don't know. It's, to, for, it's for me, it's the fact, like, yeah, like yeah. exactly. It's it's that for me. Like, I know it's not always the case, but as a keeper, I feel like if you if you get a hand, if you're able to get a hand on it. You should, like like you've got to be able to do a bit better. Obviously, like some some shots you can get a hand a bit and, and it still and it still goes in and all of this. But um, who is it? I think it's even okay. Sorry, so I do I do you not forget about that? But yeah, he should he should have scored. I mean, not scored. He should have saved it. Bro, Mason Mount's shot was pathetic. Man. That was the worst. I think that's the worst one. I've seen it was before. actually a P roller. Like, come yeah. on. You 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 take bro. You have Marcus Rashford blasting the ball at you in training. You telling me you can't save that? Come on, it's yeah, not was mad. And, and I was mad. What? It could be worse in training. This like these mistakes. <laughs> could, bro, it could be nuts in training. But the guys. If he's like, worse in uh, training, Oli needs to be sacked. Oli needs to be sacked. If he's worse in training and he's doing that, Oli needs to be sacked. That's you're not doing your job. No, let's 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 talk Oli, man. Let's talk Oli because we've been hearing a lot of all of this Oli, Oli, yeah, yeah. Get us top four. Don't get me wrong. He's gonna get Man United top four this season. Rightly so. They've had a good second part to the season. 
But like we all said prior to the restart, the home and away factor is going to be very different without fans and quality is going to show. Now, don't I'm not taking anything away from his job or what he's done. He's done very well to guide them, to help them, to be able to beat the teams they should be beating, to put themselves mm. in the best possible position for top four. Mm. But as soon as they came up against a bit of quality, they lost. Bro, they've been unbeaten for 19, 19 games, you know? They've been unbeaten since the whole restart. They came up against a bit of quality, L. The drop points oh. against Southampton as well. Do you know what, what I thought was strange? I know he'd beaten them um, three times already this season. But I thought it was weird that he reverted back to that five. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because he's an idiot. He thought oh, that because no, I'm sorry, he's, the guy's a clown. No, he started Dan James, and bro, I, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. Bro, he played. He I, I understand the rotation. I understand. No, 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 no. Guys, bro. guys, 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 guys. But he's guys. playing like there were split sing, uh, split strikers in it. He wanted the transition. Agallo's not can, to play. Agallo, I guarantee you is more of a threat than Daniel James. No, but with the system, I don't think he's got the pace to get up and down. Agarlo, I don't think... I understood this decision. I just didn't... I thought go with the 4-3-3 that you've been playing. Make a few rotations. The guy's a clown. He thought, oh, yeah, I've beaten Chelsea three times. Let me use the same system that I used to beat them all three times. And yeah, I'm just going to get a result because this is FM. That's literally what he'd done. He played the same players. He played Rashford. He played Daniel James. These are the same players that he played with with the 4-0. And also the um, two one Carabao Cup win, the same threat at the back, same same players, and he thought, yeah, yeah, we beat the three. <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea ain't gonna learn, and he got shot up. This guy, come on, that's not good enough. That is naivety. I'm so, I'm sorry from a manager's perspective. You yeah. have the chance to get to an FA Cup final against. You know what? You know what's funny? Yeah, sorry, quickly, Ade. Paul Merson, I saw. Um, Paul Merson said today that if it was Mourinho and he saw that he. And if it was Mourinho, I was a United manager, and he saw that he's got Arsenal in the final, he said he would play the strongest team. Hundred, I was just about to say that. Bam! This is my point. Wait, wait, say again. If it was, he said if Mourinho, Mourinho was, if it was, if it was Mourinho, and he saw that he's got Arsenal in the cup final, he would have played the strongest team. Yeah. Do you know? Do you no, know, but do you know what's stupid about that? Okay, you've rested players, yeah. Martial came on. Hogba came on. Wait, who else came on? Greenwood. Greenwood came on. So what's the point in resting them? If they're gonna play, why not start with your best eleven and then take them off and then take them off? Like why? I, I just I don't get. I, why I, guess, I guess not. No, I guess it's a thing where he he'd, he'd rather than play thirty minutes and sixty. They yeah. could have played. They could. They still could have done that though. Like if, no, if they can't. They can't play thirty them. minutes. What? So what? Something. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, minutes. you're right. You're right. No, okay, no, but if it, if it, for me for me he has to look at it like okay. We're kind of com- not comfortable. We're not safe, but I even think a fatigued Man United, even with making the first substitutions that they can do, can get past West Ham. They even need. Obviously, he didn't know this. This is hindsight. But now they only need two draws to to mathematically get themselves Champions League football. But that's in hindsight with Tottenham beating them three 0 So I don't give Ole too much blame for that because he didn't know that Tottenham were going to beat Leicester three 0 But still, you Wait, have to the chance. First. They beat them first, then. No, the game was. St- Oh yeah, well, well, I think he would have put out the team before okay, okay, the yeah. game was done. Yeah. yeah, but you have the chance to get yourself to an FA Cup final, win your first trophy for Manchester United as a manager. That has to be a priority as well. Don't get me wrong, Champions League football is important, mm. but you can't. He literally threw that away for me. He threw that away. You can't. You can't. Maybe the Europa plays a factor. What Europa, bro? They could have won the FA Cup. They could have won FA Cup, European Champions League qualification. That is a sick season. And that was on the cards. 
you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Also, I, okay, Champions League, let's, let's, let's cut Ali some slack. Champions League football is very important. It makes sense. But it's the way they lost, man. They, like, it, it wasn't competitive to me. I don't think it was a competitive game, really. And that is the biggest problem. Harry Maguire, 80 million. Do you know what? If Oli comes out uh, before the West Ham game on Wednesday and says that Harry Maguire is not available because he was concussed, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because after that head collision, one of the worst performances I've seen. Oh, my days. He, he, uh, after he, had, he collided with Bailly, mate, you know what? When he lost his first duel with Giroud... That, that, I that was the second time. He got, he, he got, he got two heads. Twice, twice, isn't it? Mm. So him and Giroud were going at it from the jump. They were in a wrestling match. Then I think he lost his first duel because he fouled Giroud. And that was it. It went down hill from there. He started, headed his own teammates. And after that, boy, I, I don't know what went on. Honestly, there was a long goal kick that came up. He tried to do a nice header to his fullback. Just headed it straight to Chelsea. Transition on your goal already. I'm thinking, what's going on? Scoring an own goal. You're getting pressed instead of going long to Rashford or Martial. You're diddling around. You're playing around. This guy's trying to do do dribbles in the middle of the park and passing it to the. There was even a moment where Abraham late on was dribbling, dribbling, trying to chase him. Abraham just got him off him and just passed it to Hudson Odoi. That's where Hudson Odoi almost scored as well. Yeah, yeah. Just in bad. How shit? How shit is Harry, man? How shit? You know what? I don't think he's shit. I think he's a good player. I just think he's out of his depth. I don't think he's as good as as they want him to be. That's it. That's it. I think, I honestly believe that <laughs> the price tag maybe is getting to him, honestly, because I think there's a good player in there, but he's not the centre-back that everyone believes he, he is. Because of the price tag and everything, they, they thought... What he has to understand is, is he can probably, he would probably get away with... If he, the thing is, if he had this season, this exact season he's having this now, in a Leicester shirt, I come the summer, they'll still say this guy's a good centre-back. Yeah, yeah. But because... because yeah, everyone's eyes are on him. Everyone's, everyone's think, eyes are on him, so they're you, watching every move. Go on. Do you think if if he got, let's say, Kudubai, if it was favourite defender, yeah, if they got like another defender that could be the alpha, do you think that would benefit him? Hundred percent, yeah. So you think he needs someone? He's only twenty six years old. Mm. He's young. He's a very young man. So mm. yeah, it would definitely help him. Just so to, do you reckon having another stable partner, not to not to slander Lindelof or anything or Bailly, not to slander any of them, but do you think if he had like a Van Dijk-esque partner, would we like, see him? Yeah, like Jamie Carragher made a great point. He said like every top centre-back pairing has one that he sees as the big brother and one that he sees as the little brother. Like you have Van Dijk, you have Gomez. You have Laporte, you have Garcia, uh, Otamendi or Stones. You have... Um, who There's else? always one dominant. There's always one that's, yeah. So, I mean, if Maguire could be, Maguire would be the little brother. If you get someone like Kulabayi in to help him out, that'd be mm. great. I think you'll know. man. You can't ever look like the little brother when you've got a captaincy. I'm sorry. The guy's always going to have to that's, step that's up to United as well. I don't know why. They, I know what they're trying to do. <laughs> big British centre half, you know, big man, big, you know, no. It was. It was. Wrong. They gave him the captaincy hella quick as well. Just gave it to him. Just said, yeah, take oh, it. I would. I would. I, I probably would have given it Rashford. You know, should have been De Gea, man. Or De Gea. He was holding it, and I think he should have been in um, a press match interview. Yeah. Uh, and the squad was lacking quality, and yeah, I don't. Is it? So they took it off him. Hierarchy were happy about it, so they took it off him. Fair enough. 
But my, my, my last thing I'm going to say on this Chelsea Man United thing is Chelsea played their strongest team, innit? And they, they reaped the rewards with that. They've also got a midweek game. They've got Liverpool, for going to sake. Yeah. They, they understood. They understood. I'm not saying that now they're going to beat Thing and go also beat Liverpool. But you have to take the game that's in front of you. You can't ever look ahead. I know Champions League football is important, but so is winning trophies. I don't it's think we can a, ever... It's a mentality just, thing as well. You know what, yeah. you know what it is, yeah? I think I think it's one of the thing. It's it's one of it's one of them situations where if it goes right, you don't say anything about it. If it goes mm-hmm. wrong, you criticize it. Because it's like with um like us like when um like when everyone saw our team sheet on Tuesday or Wednesday when when whenever it was and we saw we dropped to Bamiyanga and Sabios and stuff. No, there but are question marks. And do you know why that's different, Ife? Do you know why that's different? Because I genuinely don't believe he he puts that team out if we're actually firmly going to be able to get Europa through the league. I think he done that because he realized that most of our eggs have to now be in the FA Cup basket because the league is looking to that. There's too many teams ahead of us. There's too many things that need to go our way. We can win all our games and we can still miss out. So I think on that basis, he thought, you know what, we've got, we're two games away from Europe. Mm. Now we're only one. So he made the right, in my opinion, he made the right call, even if we had lost to see. Mm. But yeah, I, I guess, I guess you're right. It is hindsight. It is one of them things where you, you look at it differently if they win, but it's a big risk. And as a top manager, a top club, I just feel like a final, an FA Cup final, you have to take that more serious, man. Playing five at the back? Nah. I've got to be honest, though, I'm, I'm relieved. I mean, I'm happy Chelsea. Obviously, Chelsea are a great side and it's going to be a tough final, but I wasn't looking forward to the prospects of facing United. That, that... I wanted Man United. I, I don't I know. Deep down, deep down, I wanted them. I wanted Man United. I, I didn't want United, no. no. Bro, that's that's a real rivalry there. That's that's the, the real Premier League rivalry. Plus, like, our last couple of games against United, I've, I've, I feel like, not like I'm trying to say it's gone, that mental edge or anything, but our last, like, couple of games against United, like, even, like, even if you look at our last three games, we no, won we, two, we, we one, two, three, I don't even care. In terms of the spectacle... And the excitement, like I would have been much more excited for a final against Man United, and I would have felt a lot better beating Man United than beating Chelsea. Honestly, it would have been so sweet. What about like, from like a fan perspective? What about losing? Like, if we lose, we lose, bro. We've got to hold that. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what it is, man. That's the game. You're not going to win every game. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad we're facing Chelsea. I can't lie. I can't lie. Chelsea. Should we, should we talk about Chelsea? What do you want yeah, to? actually, no, I wanted to go on to the top four, actually. So we spoke about United, we spoke about the top four chances. Um, obviously, they're in United, United will definitely get it, by the way, now. If they 100%. don't, 100%. They need two draws. They're playing West Ham. Got West Ham, and, and who's their last game? Leicester away. Don't get me wrong, Leicester away. So, so, they, need, so, they, what, so they need, they need two, two points. So just oh, win against West Ham. And, but then they also need, they need Liverpool to beat Chelsea, of course. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. Yeah. Which... Which obviously it's not a how gimme, about, but I think I think it's gonna. Happen. How, how about if Liverpool draw? I mean, if, yeah. If Liverpool draw, I think Chelsea might get a result. I'm putting it out there. From the way they've been playing, that's not even a yeah. That's not a wild shot. I'm back in. No, it's not a wild shot, but I, I think Chelsea beat. I think Liverpool beat. Where is it? Anfield or Anfield? Anfield. Yeah, Anfield. Anfield. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but Anfield and Anfield without the fans, man. It's just a sure. park. <laughs> no, that's, that's, it's, it's true like all of these stadiums are just parks now Selhouse Park is such a hard place to go United were no I wouldn't say they were comfortable throughout the whole game they had some dodgy 
dodgy, dodgy decisions, by the way. I think there should have been a penalty in that game. 100%. But Chester United, didn't it? So, is what it is. And obviously the offside, yeah, I guess it's offside. I can't really argue that. It pissed me off, but... No, that's annoying. That's annoying. It, it, it's that's offside, isn't it? Obvious. So why are they checking it? That's what I understand. I thought VAR's for clear and obvious decisions, that. That wasn't a clear and obvious mistake. I hear what you're saying. So it should have, it should have stood as what the referee had said on the as field. a goal, yeah. Like I don't, I don't get how they use it. Like, do they, do they VAR check every single goal to see if it was offside? Is that what they do? Yeah, yeah. if it's, if they it's VAR close. check every goal, yeah, yeah. No, they, they VAR, VAR check every goal regardless. What's oh, okay. the point? That's a waste of time, bro. I just but that, but look, but that's why some, that's why some goals the check is a lot quicker than the others because the ones that aren't dubious or. So what about what about yeah? If there's if there's a if there's a foul in build-up to a goal, but the referee didn't the referee didn't call it and the goal goes in, does the goal count? Because it shouldn't. It depends on the phase of play. So if it's in the same phase of play, yeah, they'll, they'll chalk it off. But if has it been a, has not been necessarily. There hasn't been an example of that because the Marcus Rashford goal that they scored at Liverpool, where Rigi, I think, got fouled in the build-up. No one can tell me anything. That was a yeah, foul. but that was that wasn't clear and obvious. That was a clear but, but that's 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 at his point. Yeah, they're checking VAR. Should they not check the goal? Check, yeah. the, check the whole thing. No, but I think that's, they looked at that and they said, "Oh no, that's cool because it's not a clear and obvious error, so I can't overturn it." Yeah, but you can't tell me that, bro. It was that one millimeter? That's not clear and obvious. And at what point do you do you see that it's one millimeter as well? Because I always yeah, think they can never get one hundred percent right, you know. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. angles, it's inconsistent as well. The way they yeah. just it starts stretching and yeah. shit. I don't understand it. Don't need to slow. It's annoying, man. I think they need to change the handball rule and they also need to change dubious decisions like that. I think there needs to be favourable decisions to the attackers as well. That even if it come against, comes against my team, if it's literally like you can't tell, then, then just leave the goal. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's, it's anything you, you like, you want to promote attacking. Goal. Yeah, 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 attacking yeah. and goal. So I hear that. Like, do, you like, do you know what it is? Yeah. Even with a lot of the rules, <sighs> I may not like it, but I can deal with it just as long as it's refereed consistently. Yeah, if it's yeah, consistent, yeah. then like it's it's like the um the the UEFA the UEFA one with the, the handball. Like last season, obviously we first saw it in in the United PSG game with Kimpembe, but then yeah. from that moment on, we saw it referee consistently. And all, although I hated the rule and I still think it's stupid and should get and they should like amend it, I, I accept it because they've said it. This is how it is. And they're consistently every time, if it hits your hand like that, it's a pen, it's a foul, it, whatever it is. So yeah. I can, I can, I can live to accept it. And I think that's the biggest issue with it. So lads, you, we're putting our hats on United finishing top four, yeah. So who's Absolutely. going to be the other team? Chelsea, Chelsea and United. Chelsea and United, yeah, yeah. Chelsea and United, yeah. I feel sorry for Leicester because anyway, we'll get to that game. I don't feel sorry for them at all. I don't feel sorry for them at all. They're, they're, they've lost their key players, though. To be fair, yeah, so. I had probably the best. Yeah, but that's 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 since that's since this project restart. Yeah, Prior to that, Yo, bro, they were eight points clear of Man United. You know, they hadn't they hadn't won. They hadn't won all like up until the restart. They hadn't won a game. Hmm? They've had a bad twenty twenty. Yeah, they've had a bad twenty twenty, but they hadn't, they hadn't won, won a game. A game. A Premier League one game. Single, yeah, from twenty twenty. I'm, I'm not sure about since project restart because I think they have one, but before, no, I before, mean, I mean from 2020, Jan 2020 till the to March, outbreak, yeah, they they, they, won. they had not won a Premier League game. They had they hadn't won a game until we until we restarted. 
Oh wow! I mean, they hadn't won the game, so it should like it should have been in the bag. So you yeah, know what? Let's yeah, let's, yeah. let's 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 even say let's like split the difference. So give them like how many games they play, split the difference of wins or, or losses or whatever. Even with it now, with all the um, with the loss of key players and stuff, they should have still comfortably been, yeah, been able to yeah, see yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's a good. Really, I don't feel sorry for them at all. Bro, there were eight point, like before the restart started, there were eight points in the top four. So mm. even at that point, I thought... It was cap. They, if, they beat Villa 4-0. So it was cap? Yeah, it was cap, yeah. That what? Before the Project Restart? Before Project Restart, yeah. 4-0. When, when did they beat Villa? The 9th of March. Okay, so it was... Okay, so <laughs> technically, yeah. But it was it was, it was was literally before before <laughs> everything started beat, lockdown. They beat West Ham 4-1 on January 21st. Oh, sorry. In the Prem? Yeah, yeah in the Prem. So so what so what so what so what was the stat then? Because there 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 was there was a stat like that, that that they hadn't won. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess I get. I guess I'm wrong then. But yeah, they've had a poor 2020 because there's a lot of losses and draws in there. So um, why did you lie, bro? But bro, if you think Bye. about it, they had the best defensive <laughs> record. Yeah, they're playing a four-three-three. They had Ricardo, Sionchu, Evans, and Chilwell. Chilwell's out. Ricardo's out. got himself suspended in the key part of the season. And then Ricardo's gone and picked up an ACL. So now they're playing a 3 4 3. Bennett's barely played any football. And when this ain't good enough. Ben Morgan's pretty much on the, on the coaching staff. He's ready to retire. So it's, it's I do feel sorry for them, man. Nah, so nah. Do you know what? Do you know why I don't? Because outletting James Madison is out as well. So of course, nah. I feel sorry for them. Yeah, they've not nah, got the squad nah. that. When, when you put yourself in a certain position, I'm sorry, see it through. Don't, don't be a bottle. Like, Brendan, right, you might know I hear Brendan, but this bottling thing in the premise. You no, know why? You know, you can see why they've dropped off. No, yes, uh, Steve, you're being so, you're being too nice. You're being way too nice, bro. Deep it. Bro, they, they, they lost games they shouldn't be. Bournemouth should not be scoring four past them. There were oh. so many games that they shouldn't be, they should not have been losing, I don't think. Even oh. without them players. Like some of the fixtures they've had, some have been tough, but there's been winnable games. Like Brighton at home. Why did they draw nil nil there? Don't get me wrong, Brighton are a good team, but if you're going for Champions League, you have to beat them. You're not slap them free and out of their ground. Yeah. So there's there's variables there where I'm thinking, unless they're ready for this, like are they nervous or something? Because before in 2019, they would have smoked Brighton. I wouldn't even be surprised if they smoked them away. Bro, they won them four. It's it's just not acceptable. Bro, it's down, not acceptable. They were down seven. Let's remember that. Bro, I'm sorry, four. You don't take four to Bournemouth. Yeah. Come on, man. Even Mourinho's Spurs, they ain't been great. Let's let's have it right. They've not been great. I didn't watch the game itself, but three 0 That's that's pretty convincing, oh, isn't Harry, it? Harry Kane scored four goals in two games. Um, one of you asked an interesting question in the chat: who's who's the better striker? Oh, who's better? Let's phrase it like that. First of all, Harry Kane or Pierre Emerick Aubameyang? I I was very uh, surprised at this question because I thought it was a it was a no brainer, but. Let's be respectful to Aubameyang. He's he's been prolific for since he's been in this country. Not it's a debate. Country. Yeah. Well, he's been he's been prolific like for years now. But for me, I mean, Harry Kane's he's a better striker. He's better. I think I think Harry Kane is a better footballer because he provides more. Obviously, he's got the playmaking aspect to his game as well. Better striker. Uh, you lot know how I love, how much I love Kane. I'm, I'm a big Kane supporter. But can I say he's a comfortably, can I comfortably say that he's a better striker than Aubameyang? I struggle. 
Is he better? Like, is he better? Do you think he's better? Aubameyang scores goals at such a rate that I, I don't, I, I don't know if I feel comfortable saying that, man. All right, is it an indictment on Aubameyang the fact that he's not playing as a number nine? He's playing on the left. What do you mean? That says something about Aubameyang, right? No, he still scores goals though. I think that he's I think that's Arteta right? being extra. Sorry. Hmm? If it, I think that's just Arteta being extra. If no, I'm it's something to do with how he plays the game, though, isn't it? Like he doesn't. Well, he can score goals. No, bro, we don't have a left winger. That's why. Really intrigued. I definitely believe we're forced to, like, even under Emery, we were kind of forced to play by man there because we didn't have a competent left winger. Our left so why, is, so why did Wenger play there? Well, lads, this is what's mad here. He's played there under, under every one of these managers and he's still scoring goals. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So, like, he's still scoring to, to a very high level. So, Steve, do you remember when I... Really sorry, just to quickly segue. Steve, do you remember when I said to you that Arsene Wenger's going to cop a bad and he's going to slap him on the left? And you said to, you said to me, no, I'm trying to shit. Like, that's never going to happen. Do you remember? Or you don't remember? No, I remember. I remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said to you, because I, I knew it, but... The reason is, is because we don't have a left-sided player. So it, it, it kind of had to happen. And he has the physical attributes to, to play there. But yeah, going back to the question, if you ask me who I think a better striker is, I've got to go Kane, man. I've got to go Kane. I think Kane's better than him. I think since Aubameyang's been here, only Salah scored more goals than him. Yeah. That's correct. That's true. Yeah. And Aubameyang's playing out... What, He's playing left a lot okay, of the time. So but like, Kane's missed a lot of football. Like he's 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 had injuries. Yeah, I mean he's he's he scored what? Is he 20, scored twenty plus goals again this season? Kane twenty three. I mean, come on, he scored twenty three goals. Yeah, he scored twenty plus goals for six seasons straight. You don't know how I feel about Kane, innit? Yeah. For no, me, I think, think I think I think I think Kane's better. I think Kane is actually a. Uh, come on bro he's already what I think he's like top 12 in the all time 100 club he's 12 might, that might be cap no no he's not that uh, uh, lads 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 I've got a question yeah I've got no a question. I, just, I just thought of it right now I just thought of it right now it just came to my head uh, rank Benzema we're talking strikers we're talking strikers yeah huh He's 13th. Yeah. Uh, oh, so it's not even that far off yeah look at that we're talking we're talking strikers man huh Right, let me let me get this off. Let me get this off. Yeah, Benzema, Kane, Aubameyang, Jogba. Oh, let's not do this, man. We're gonna be here for hours. <laughs> the phone. Ah, <laughs> uh, get rid of Jogba and the phone. Put Firmino in. We'll do Benzema, Kane, Aubameyang, Firmino. Firmino has to be bottom of that list. All right, Benzema. This is in order. Yeah, yeah. Benzema. Yeah. You're putting Benzema in order. Why are you arguing that Kane's better than Benzema? Why are you trying to cap? Did I say that? Yeah, you said you that. You say a lot of stuff and then you leave like you see he's a caffer, man. No, because, you never said he's a liar, man. No, because Wombs wants Wombs puts everything on me, so that's why I need to double check. Did I ever Bro, say you, that? You said that still. No, I'm taking Kane over Benzema, but Benzema over Kane. Huh? No. Me personally, what are you talking about? Me personally, I'm taking Kane in my team over Benzema. Who's a better striker? Oh, Who's man. a better striker? Who is a better striker? Look how you just lie. Just make up lies. What's wrong with this guy, man? Benzema. Benzema. Benzema's the best striker than Harry Kane. Benzema. Right now. Oh, we're talking both at their best. Bro, Benzema's in the prime at the moment. Like he's do you know what he's done this season? Stop that man. It's Kane. 
I don't give a damn about all of that. Do you know what Sorry. Ben has done this season? Well, right, right now. Sorry? As a striker. Is, it a, is Benzema more prolific than Aubameyang as a striker? No. He may not be more no. prolific, but he's a better not striker. Prolific, Let's not, not even prolific, But he's a better striker than Aubameyang, yes. He hunted, he's 100% a better striker. The reason why Aubameyang is Bro, on the left. The striker thing is to put the ball in the back of the net. You know that, right? That's, that's, that's the not role all they do, though. That's not all they do. That's the role of a striker. That's the yeah, primary role of a striker. Benzema is the ball doing in the back of the net. Benzema has scored 20-plus goals for forever, man. He's been at Real Madrid forever. Yeah, mad. One trophies. Come on, man. Benzema's not a better striker than Aubameyang. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, come on, man. I'm sorry, man. Put Aubameyang in a Ronaldo team. Aubameyang will still eat. I don't, I don't know about that. I can't, I can't. Bro, Aubameyang will still eat, man. What? Benzema, Benzema, oh, yeah, yeah, Aubame- what Aubameyang Benzema. in Real Madrid? Guys, Bro, this, you, think, so, this, you think this Madrid side? Did, did, you think yeah. I, no, 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 because everyone likes to say, oh, Benzema sacrificed himself for Ronaldo. Oh, he was being this and that. Da, 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 da. Yeah, no, I, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't agree with that. I don't that. Bollocks. Like, Come on, you, man. You, you, so why when he's scoring then? Yeah, you sure? Why when he's scoring then? He just weren't hungry enough. Oh, fuck off. I legit think he just... I legit think he was like, oh, okay, yeah, CR seven's here. Yeah, he like he can he can score the goals. I'll just I'll I'll still play well and I'll still like feel Is that like, acceptable behaviour. It's not, it's not. Guys, if I'm if I'm constructing a team and I need a number nine, I can't put Benzema over Aubameyang. Yeah, I'm putting Kane. Don't get me wrong. I'm putting I understand, I understand the quality no, of no, player no, no, that Benzema no, is. No, 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 hear me out, hear me out. I understand the quality of player Benzema is, but there's no way we can sit here and say he's a better number nine than Aubameyang. Come on. Aubameyang is Nah, this is huge in the ball in the next. It's 2015. No, it's that title. Benzema scores. This is Cat. Benzema's prolific, goals. man. He's yeah, he's prolific. prolific as well. You're yeah, forgetting about when he was going like nine goals under Ronaldo. Listen, I feel like you're looking at the past like three three to four years, but you're forgetting about his Bro, Leon, you, you, that, you, you are a cap star because you were the one that removed I said, yeah, yeah, I know, I was. You was the one, so I don't was. even come with all of this now trying to back No, no, no. The, yeah, he did. Yeah, I said he's not Big Ben's because he wasn't. Because he, 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 he he he's banging training, he's Big Ben's again. Yeah, precisely. He weren't scoring, he wasn't Big Ben's. Now he's scoring, he's back to, he's back to his Big Ben's wins. Get out of here. That's waffle. It's consistency. Aubameyang has shown immense consistency since like 2015. How can I now come and say... Wait, are you guys saying Aubameyang is top of this? I think Kane is. Kane, Aubameyang, then Benzema? Yeah. No, man. No, man. That's impossible. That's actually impossible. That's that's, that's, that's impossible. Kane and Aubameyang over Benzema. I'm not sure about the Kane and Aubameyang order. I think I, I would probably go Kane, Aubameyang, Benzema. What, so you guys don't oh, rate no. Benzema? No, so Benzema's... Bro, I rate Benzema. Benzema. As a striker, I, like... I rate Benzema, I can't lie to you. I think he's... In the back I would, of the net. I like, oh, the, I like him as a player. You, you no, know, Gids, Gids, no, no. Let me just go back. Gids, if you're constructing a team, you are putting Benzema as your nine. You, you, you can't... There's no I'll, reason I'll, why... I'll, I'll put him as a ten. No, no, stop it. Do you know, like, do you know, do you know ben, what it is? Benzema you know can score... No. Benzema should have been in the bracket of... Lewandowski and Suarez. That's how talented Benzema yeah. is, in my opinion. But isn't he? But, he, did, but, he, but the thing is, he's not. Is. How the hell can you talk? How can no, people put Benzema. him in that bracket? People say Benzema is mad. Lewandowski yeah, that's scoring 40, 50 goals a season. Suarez are scoring 40, 50 Listen, goals a season. I, I don't make the rules, man. I don't make the rules. Don't that's, that. that's what they say. 
No, he should be. Might as well put Firmino in there as well. Might as well. No, why not? No, 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 why, no, what's the difference? Not, right, 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 I'm stretching it. What's the difference? Right, explain not? to me, educate me. What is the difference between Firmino and Benzema? Maybe I'm not understanding. Benzema scores at a much higher rate than Firmino oh, does. Guys, you know this much is going to go out there. Like, people are going to listen to this. A much higher rate. Broski. Listen, listen. And I, I, listen, kids, I know I said he's not big. And I'm, I stand by it. During that period, he wasn't big Ben's. But you're literally you're literally taking three to four years of his career and putting it as the whole. Think no, about, no, 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 no. Because I, like, I, I asked, I asked specifically, is this peak or is this currently? And if you're t- if you're giving me current Benzema, I don't give a damn who scored 20. Like, that's one season. I don't... He hasn't shown the consistency from a period of time for okay. me to feel okay. comfortable mm-hmm. putting... Okay, you know That's what? my if, point. If, if, mm-hmm. if we're, ba- if we're, if you're, if, words, if we're basing it on current, and if you're saying, if you're put, um, putting together a team, am I t- who am I taking instead of um, either current Benzema, current Abarbi and current Kane, I would probably... <laughs> I would probably say... Aubameyang, Benzema, Kane. You see, peak... If currently. We're saying peak, currently. If, we're, if we're saying peak, then Benzema over, over Aubameyang. At their peak. What yeah, is peak. What's Aubameyang's peak? peak is Benzema one. Is peak now? I don't know. I can't say. Uh, Aubameyang's hit 40 before. Has he? Okay. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Peak yeah. Benzema's a problem. Peak Benzema's a problem. 100%. Peak I Benzema, think if, 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 if it's peak, Aubameyang. if it's peak, I think it's, it's Benzema one... Kane to Aubameyang three. Yeah. Oh, but no, 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 no. Aubameyang two. Nah, chill. Aubameyang two, bro. If it's peak. Aubameyang two. Yeah, it's two. Yeah, he's scoring forty goals, and I'm gonna put next one above you. But peak Kane, though. But Kane, Kane scored forty goals. <laughs> Kane scored forty. Forty-nine. Did he score forty-nine or something mad like that? Oh yeah, he's probably he's hit thirty in a prem before, so. I'm not, there was a nah, year. Sure he scored forty. Bro, I promise you, he scored forty. Let me find the season. He's, it was no, definitely match, 40 plus. It was definitely 40 plus. It was definitely 40 plus. But lads, um, I think that's kind of stretched on still. It's been a mad one. It's been a minute since we've all had a little, uh, you know, the rack. Okay, last last question before we go to Champs and Champs. Is Maitland-Niles better than Bellerin? Yeah, yeah, you win. You win. Steve. Yeah. yeah, he's a better yeah. fullback than Hector Bellerin. Yeah. Y'all okay. won. Y'all won. Y'all won. You come to natural Bellerin. Get him out. Get him oh, out. no, come on, man. Get him out, man. I think we could get a bit of cash room store. We could get about 30. I heard up. I heard 17 18, Kane got 41 oh. goals and 48 appearances. Seriously. Yeah. HMP. 13 37 in the Premier League. Oh, wait. Once he starts winning silverware, then people respect him more. Really sick. Do you, do you, know, do you know what's mad about Kane, yeah? But then I, I, don't, I, I, can't, I can't say for certain if he's going to win silverware. I can't see it. Yeah, no one can. No one's oh, really but like, bad. okay, okay, okay. Obviously, no one can. But I can't. Com- I can't confident. I can't confidently say Kane is going to win trophies. I can't. I think. I but, think Mourinho. If Mourinho gets in the Europa League next season, they're a contender for that trophy because Mourinho don't piss around with that trophy. For Kane to sign that six-year deal, <laughs> I, ju- I just don't understand where his head is at in it. So if he don't win silverware, you know, if he don't win silverware, that's on him really and truly. Like I, I won't even back his beef. I went back his beef at all because I don't know why he did that. But lads, it's it's been a it's been a riveting discussion. Do you know what I mean? More of that, more of that. Uh, champ and chump, you already know the vibes. Champ of the week. It's Mikel Arteta. For obvious reasons, beating 
arguably, like you guys said, the two best teams in the world. And my champ of the week is David De Gea. And he needs to get drops. Oh, do you know what we should do? We should do a thing where no one repeats what the other person said. So everyone has we, we, a we their try, own individual. We, we try to do that. We try to yeah. do that already. We already oh, tried to do that, bro. Oh, Keep man, up with the times. I say, man, jeez, don't fucking, my, you know what I mean? My, Why did you lie? Yo. My tramp of the week is... You lied. Uh, I did, but I just wanted to say you. Can we just let Steve get his champ and jump? My champ of the week is Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Um, doesn't really score against the big teams. Cap. He scored against the big team today. Well, not today, sorry, at the weekend. And he fired us into the final. So credit to, to him. My champ of the week is Zinazine Zidane for winning his 11th uh, major trophy with Real Madrid. He, he, it's mad because he's actually a better manager than Poch. Do you think and so? I hate, yeah, I hate Poch as well. He is. Poch, the silverware, like, you man. Why are you grinning like that? I don't, like to, <laughs> I don't like to do the silverware thing, but Arteta <laughs> could have a trophy in six months. Would that Poch make Arteta a better, a better coach than Poch if he wins the FA Cup? No, no, it doesn't. But silverware does hold some weight in a in an argument, isn't it? I didn't Poch. Bro, we, we got to a final in six months. How many finals did Poch get to? I know you got to the 2015 Cullen Cup, Champions League final. Two? So, it's not so is that two then? Two cups. So, Arteta's, Arteta's oh, half three. that. Oh, Champions League? Yeah, I, I, I counted that. So, Arteta's half that in six months. Oh, okay. My chance. Let's just keep going. Yeah, on, on the on the what's it called on the whole agenda thing, I've got to give it to Dan James. Why? He's he's, he's nicking a living in it. Let's have it right. I, I don't know. I don't know how he made it. <laughs> you know Bro, he's mean? on 175k a week, man. You're that's lying. Not, that's not true. That's not, not anybody listening. That's not true. Not 175k a week. Okay. Because you got to report that to the feds or something. That's fraud. That's fraud. That's fraud. That's fraud, man. Can't be getting that. <laughs> oh, that is crazy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, my my champ of the week, and I'm sorry if I pronounce it a bit wrong, but it goes to Eneka yeah. Ede because she's become the first African woman to own a European football club, and that's that's oh. great. Yeah, and I'm bonus because she's not um she's Nigerian as well. What club? Uh, she bought um a Portuguese third division side. My chump for the week goes to Poch. He's a loser. He's a loser, man. <laughs> and now he's not going to get a big job. Oh, my days. Oh, oh. Poch is, he's just been getting shots this week. Fucking old. All right, lads. Appreciate it. Hashtag W, no, it ain't. Hashtag the Weekly Canon. We are the Weekly Canon on YouTube. Also, Weekly Canon on Twitter. TWC Football on Instagram. Share this with a friend. Listen to this on Anchor. Listen to this. In fact, you know what? Listen to this on any anything. podcasting platform. Literally anything. Literally anything. Like, you know. Surely if they surely if they heard you say that, they'll be listening to it on one of the platforms you're talking about. No, literally they could listen to any like Google audiobooks, anything. No, but what I'm trying to say is. Yeah, if, he's, right. if, they, if he's hearing his words, they, they they'd, really they'd, be, they'd be listening to it already. Yeah, but right. just in case they wanted to move to another platform, just so they know, innit? Smart ass. <laughs>
Yeah, so flipping, yeah, you lot flipping. This 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 episode was quality, I can't lie, so you better share it. What you mentioned was on. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Alright, lads, we're out. We're out. Why did you laugh like that?